And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. There's this thing on. One, two, Mike Shake, one, two. All right. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. When did we become machines that we get triggered and we can't control ourselves? Great question. <laughs> like... I also like to apologize for burning down our house when I was seven years old. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't, I don't remember ever apologizing for that. But when did we become machines that we get Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper. Jade Hoy is producing. Coming up on the show, Jokic Brothers, Eastern Promise. And who? Warriors title bound, Dame blaming other people. Let's get to the show. In this corner, a very special guest, actress, writer, star of the hit ESPN show Sports Nation, former host of NBA Countdown, the good version, star of Sharknado 3, oh hell no. And now, most importantly, host of a new podcast on The Athletic called What Did I Miss? The one and only Michelle Beadle. Michelle, welcome back. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. This is my first real thing out of hibernation, so bear with me. Two years off. What Did I Miss? Debuts 11-15. Hibernation, bear with me. Wow. Do you like it? There you go. What did, what did I miss? Debuts November 15th. New episodes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The show will cover all sports, pop culture, and whatever the hell Michelle has thoughts on. Michelle recently started working for the Spurs as a special correspondent. How about that? Go Spurs, go. Michelle, welcome back. Is this what you pictured when you got back into things? I pictured never getting back into things. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it turns out I haven't won the lottery yet. And so, you know what? Maybe I'll go back to work a little bit at a time. But yeah, I got used to not working. So I have to ease myself back into the workforce. There. Everyone's been killing it while I'm not there. And so I'm nervous. You got you got FOMO? Is that what happened? You're just like, I got to get no, in this. No, no, not at all. Oh, no FOMO. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just got bored. That's all. You just got bored. All right. In this corner, from the soft streets of Longmeadow, Massachusetts, Celtics beat reporter and future author of the book, Smart Decisions, a Celtics guide to good offense, it's Jay the Kid King. Jay, what's up? Not Sorry, lot, we don't man. have a lot of time because Michelle's here. We'll move on to the, in the other corner, Bay Area legend, that author so of two books about the Warriors and a brand new book, a brand new book on sale now, Dynasties, the 10 GOAT teams that changed the NBA forever. It's the one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, we don't really have time for that either. Michelle, quick question before we start. Space Jam 2 or Squid Game? Squid Game, also anything else. <laughs> Space Jam 2 is awful. It's tell it's Space so Jam bad. Space Jam 2 yeah. is an it's an insult. I'm offended. Um it triggered me, if you will. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe you paid attention enough. 
Like, you know. No, I would never watch I mean, it. I went, I you know, a bunch of girls, they ate popcorn. I was on my phone. Like, yo, it, it I shut it off halfway through. <laughs> I can't believe you went. Like, for a guy who doesn't want to be compared to someone so much. No, but look, my, my daughter wanted to see it. I will not deprive her of her basketball Jones. So she took some friends. Had she seen the first one? Yeah, we watched the first one. The first one. Yeah, right. we watched the first Fair one. Fair enough. No question. Uh, come on, I can't show her Space Jam 2 without one. It's like a requirement. That, well, that would be a wild decision, yeah. Um, if you want to read a review of Space Jam... Go to theathletic.com and subscribe. I wrote one, I don't know, some months ago. It's fine. Let's start the clock, Jade. WW Eastern Promises. Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic suspended one game, just one measly game for a cheap shot on Miami Heat's Markeith Morris Monday night. Jokic was ejected with 239 left in a 113-96 win over the Heat after he took exception to a foul by Morris in the ribs. Jokic rebounded the ball, brought it down the court when he passed the ball near midcourt. Jade, the take. And Jokic, oh no! Keep the players on the bench. No. Not sure what set Jokic off. Emotion spilled onto Twitter as the brothers of both NBA players weighed in. Morris twin, Marcus, chimed in on the old Twitter machine, hinting that Jokic shoving his twin brother from behind was shady, and he'll remember it. Quote, waited till bro turned his back, S-M-H, noted. That then prompted the Jokic brothers... Two names. I'm not going to. Oh, I know Nemanja. I know how to say that. The other one, Strahinja. That's we'll just say that to open a Twitter account named at Jokic Brothers, which was confirmed to be their real Twitter account. It follows one account. It's Jamal Murray. The newly created account said you should leave this the way it is instead of publicly threatening our brother. Your brother made a dirty play first. If you want to make a step further, be sure we will be waiting for you. Then Morris chirped in. You got the right ones. Believe that. The Jokic brothers replied, I don't believe that. I know that. That doesn't really make sense. What is happening, Michelle? Was Jokic's hit dirty or is this just Eastern Euro grit? (laughs) Eastern Euro. First of all, Jokic brothers, I'm not messing with them. Uh, Secondly, look, anytime you shove someone from the back and they have no idea it's coming. Sure. I guess you could call it dirty. Now to say that Morris didn't know it was coming. I I don't believe that. I'm sure he knew the minute he did what he did. Something was coming. Um, I love this personally. I know some people get all in a tizzy about it, but for me, it's just a reminder of the physicality of it, what you can have. I also love the idea that we're going to have some sort of a rumble backstage, if you will, between the brothers, both sides. I'm, I'm in, I'm a fan of all of this. And you look, Jokic is a human, just like the rest of us. Retaliation is part of what we do. I'm good with it. Jay, you love big white guys. Uh, are you riding with Jokic here, or are you uh, going to have a have a little uh, skin in the game for the Morris twins? So, so here's the thing. I firmly believe the Morris twins are the toughest brothers in basketball. I do not. The Jokic brothers are the only worthy challengers. They are – one of them is – he does Muay Thai, whatever, however you say it. I don't even know how to pronounce it. That, right? He he fights it. He and he kicks guys' asses too. And he's huge and he's tattooed. And I, I wouldn't want to mess with him. <laughs> the uh, the only thing I take real issue with in this whole controversy is Mark Keith Morris getting mad about getting shoved in the back. He hit Jokic and then immediately turned around. Of course, he's going to get shoved in the back. Where else was he going to get shoved? If you hit somebody and then turn around, you should expect to be hit in the back. Jokic handled it the way that he should have. 
And we should not be the NBA should not be suspending people for just shoves. I don't think that that should be part of this game. I'm 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 a big allow shoving guy. It makes everything more interesting. Big allow shoving guy. Pro pro shoving would have worked. <laughs> wow. Of course, you know that the Nuggets have history with the Morris brothers, particularly Marcus Morris. Yeah, Marcus. Marcus is so, a big guy, but Jokic. Yeah, that's why you're the better writer. Jokic is the size of a water out. buffalo, Marcus. Like this is to have someone hit your spine unknowingly is a little dangerous. Uh, where are you on this? First off, he he went down like Ezel in Friday, huh? Like he should have just screamed, "My neck, <laughs> my back, my back, my neck, my neck and, and my, my back." back. <laughs> First off, it must be said. Jokic was like what six during the Yugoslav Wars, like they're really cut from that cloth. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying don't don't wage into the into the beef. Mm-hmm. Like yo, you know, beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets, right? But just know you fighting with dudes who were born in in a culture where real wars happened, not like little turf wars, pity pat, pop pop, but like bombs drop right like <laughs> cultural clashes where you know weather is a factor like i mean this is like some real <laughs> stuff right like you're waging through epic snow like i'm not saying the morris brothers aren't tough enough to do take it on but just know who you're dealing with this is this isn't your normal tatted white guy trying to be tough because he listened to vanilla ice like these dudes are about that life <laughs> hold on hold on i'm sure it's g easy now okay it's not just vanilla ice wait, wait it's probably a machine from oakland we're just not gonna put him in the vanilla ice category that's a whole that's a different level that's yeah you know what I'm, I'm, I'm with marcus on it's that. the same thing with that said with that said come on well yeah I'm, I'm right with markeith and mark let's go first off you got to be a savage to even step to them dudes and you got to give them credit for that because everybody else when did they step wait when did they step to him they marcus? did on twitter come on they couldn't oh, because their mother told them not to. No, come on. Their mother told them so, to so perfect cover. So, yeah. so tell me down. why why did the why did the Jokic brothers wage into this thing? Because, because they're insane no, people. No, because they were because responding to the Brett to Marquis. They were saying, like, hold on, keep it on the thing. Keep it on the court because how many dudes wouldn't even say anything? How many dudes would apologize knowing that two Serbian like gangsters are in the crowd? Like them dudes are like, exactly all right, let's happened. go. Let's I'm gonna go. tell you exactly what happened, Mitchell. Look, I want to know if you agree with this. A little bit afterwards. Looking at the brothers, like no way, man. First of all, I take a huge exception with Jay saying that's the toughest, the toughest duo in the league. It's clearly it's the Clay Lopez Thompson brothers. And Steph Curry, the Lopez right? brothers are insane. It's clearly okay? the Lopez brothers. Okay, but they're not the Lopez brothers. Nah, the Lopez nah, brothers. Nah, no, sure. they are insane people. But Sur- Serge hit him with the one piece. They're insane people. Okay, they fight like giraffes. Like I'm telling you, go watch giraffes fat G- giraffes fight. Giraffes they, no. don't fight. Are you man. serious? No, they swing their necks like oh, you got a giraffe. YouTube, YouTube.com, YouTube.com. Okay, um, I want you to check that At out. All, right? I'm, That's hella cute. I'm telling you, giraffes fight. This is what happened. I'm telling you, and Michelle, I want to know if you agree with this. Marcus Morris was just like, oh, you hit my brother after he turned his back. Noted. And then the Jokic brothers tweeted. He found out who the Jokic brothers were. They had videos sent, and they're like, oh, yeah, mom told me not to do it, so I'm not going to fight. That's what happened. Nah. I guarantee it. I mean, Mother- that is fair. I also, A, I appreciate the noted. It's very civilized. It is, yeah. very proper. Um, but, yeah, look, all you have to do is Google these two dudes. They're terrifying. 
I don't care who you are. And the more the Morris twins are obviously that's what they're known for. Teams want them, so they're the tough guys. I love them because of that. But there's tough in the basketball sense, and then there's tough as Life. in we can yeah. kill you and have your body just and no one ever know what happened. And I I go Jokic on this one. I'm not messing with those two dudes. I can't believe ever. the dis- disrespect of the Lopez brother. You guys trust adults Dude, that love like Disney? That's the, that's the craziest you, thing you can you do. You can't trust them. I mean, you don't they lose them. tough I mean, points you by going to Stanford? Like... Uh, Wow. I'm just saying, wow. I'm Good just saying. Lord. <laughs> what happened there? All right. But also, we can't just overlook the heat, the entire heat roster being out looking for smoke. We, we need Butler. to point that out I mean, because Jimmy okay. Butler, PJ what's, Tucker, what's the, Kyle what's, Lowry. What's the photographer was there? Yeah, yes, the they Morris, looked they like they wanted, wanted it. All right. You know me. I love heat. Jimmy, Jimmy was out there on the court. Yeah. Once there were 20 yeah, people. Yes, like he was next no. to Jokic, and then he was yeah, 20 like, people in between, and then he's like, oh, come no, on. But see, that heat roster was ready for credit is due, right? Listen, is it the toughest thing in the world? Is it the toughest thing in the world? No, but it's tougher than the people who sat quietly on the side. Like, I don't want to get in this. At least somebody put something on record, you know, like what performative better than nothing. That's all I'm saying. There's some people who hide under the table. There's some people who are too scared to say something. Jimmy at least went as far as the hold me back, which gets you at least a gold star. You know how Maybe I know it wasn't star. taken seriously is because Udonis Haslam was laughing the whole time Jimmy was yelling. That's how I know. Udonis will get a serious face when it's time to go. And it was not. Remember remember when he and David West went face to face and like the earth shook? That's when you know. <laughs> they didn't even do anything. And it was like the earth started shaking because they went forehead to forehead. That's when you know shit's about to go down. We didn't get that here. Udonis and the Morris brothers versus the three Jokic brothers. Who I'm in. I will pay for that. I'll pay seventy dollars paper. Yeah, Zach, you I, sleep I, on I, the Morris I, brothers. We need it. I think you sleep on the Morris brothers, Zach. Yeah, you can bring the other three into it. You're I'm taking the, I'm the, taking the two yoga. I don't even care if Nikola's there. I'll take the two crazy care. Serbian dudes that are his size. By I the way, I don't think Nikola should waste his hands. No, he should. By the way, this is not going to be a popular opinion before we move on on the internet, but it needs to be said. Jokic, dirty player. This is the thing. He does this constantly. He got hit first. No, I'm nah. telling you, he's a dirty player. They, this was retaliation, the, the Heat said, to what he was doing all night. He's someone that puts elbows and necks, puts elbows in the upper back constantly. He did the thing with, with uh, Cameron Payne. He's done this before. He's a poor sport. Once he got swept, he started pouting and yelling and, and throwing a fit. This is behavior that is a pattern with him. And I'll just say this. Flops more than James Harden, complains more than Chris Paul. Everyone seems to love him online. I wonder why that is. Oh. All right, let's move on to the next subject. I wasn't even going to bring racism too, and you did it. You just did it. I know what you what did. You, what, what the, how did I do I was that? What say, are you about? Only reason people are siding with. Nah, I'm gonna let it go. You said it. You go ahead. You, you go I ahead. Say, what you, I just I just brought up a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zaza dirty or like? Oh, Zaza, dirty, Zaza's like, dirty. Zaza's dirty. Zaza makes Jokic look like the, the nicest kid in the world. So, yes, Zaza is the worst of this for sure. All right. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. Take two! Ben Hoomst? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the saga with player 2-5 continues, but... Any twists nobody saw coming, the 76ers are pretty, pretty, pretty good. Can you believe this? They're 8-4 and four at the time of this recording. They lost to the Bucks Tuesday night, but they're 8-4. and four. Meanwhile, trade rumors keep swirling. Shams Tarania reported the Sixers and the Celtics are flirting with each other via trade. Jalen Brown, anyone? Concurrently, in case you didn't know, 25 met with 76ers coach Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid, and the entire team on October 22nd. Informed them, not mentally ready to play yet. It has been a rocky road ever since, including Simmons shunning teammates from a meeting with him in L.A. before training camp, reporting to camp late, being kicked out of his third practice with the team for failing to follow Doc Rivers' request to enter a defensive drill. Jade, play the tape. Doc, do you think Ben Simmons can, can still be a point guard for, for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. But when you say get in the gym with him, what uh, what needs to be done? Get the fuck out of here! That's, that's between Ben and I. Currently, the Sixers are testing the validity of Simmons' pursuit of mental health assistance with multiple sources have told the Athletics' uh, Sham Charania that Simmons has provided the organization with the names of each of his mental health professionals. Marcus, is this fair or unfair? Are the 76ers buzzword bullying Ben Simmons? No, they're not bullying him. I mean, if if this dude's not going to show up for work, he better have a good reason. And I talked to my uncle about this ain't going to fly, right? Like you can't you should be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, we had a couple meets. We good. Uh, it's clear what he's doing, too. We're, this is not like some surprise. We know what he's doing. So you got to at least have a legit reason. So, yeah, I'd make that do it now. We hear the pre-approved, like the HMO approved people you need to sit down with. <laughs> Not like, you know. You don't think he's going out of network? I don't think. I mean, just because you talk with your uncle over Shana Hennessy, it doesn't count as like the same kind of help we're talking about. I feel like. Strong disagree. I, I mean, you're probably right. That, that's actually probably better than paying like Dr. Belfi. <laughs> but it doesn't count. That's all I'm saying. They're already doing him a favor by just outright not taking his money. Already off rip. They could be taking his money the whole time, and they're not. So this idea that they're they're requiring him to do something in lieu of his job, I I don't see how that's bullying him at all. It's him trying to take advantage and work his way out. So, yeah, it's fair game to me. Michelle, what do you you think of this uh, Ben Simmons situation as this uh, soap opera continues? just such a bad look. I don't know who his closest friends and family or confidants. I don't know who they are. I don't know if he has any that are legitimately looking out for him because at this point in the game, how do you not have that one person in your life that just yanks you by the arm and says, what are you doing? Like, this is your one shot at this. This is, this could be a very short career. You're going to kill it millions and millions of dollars. And all you have to do is go out there and play basketball. All you have to do is spend a little extra time in the offseason and actually try to get better. These are things that the average person does at whatever jobs they have most of the time. 
you're getting millions to do it. And now you're getting millions to potentially just go to therapy. What bothers me the most about it is we have to respect this mental health. And I, I so much respect all the leagues that do their best to try to make everyone embrace it because there's such a stigma on it. What I don't want to see happen is that people try to use that as their blanket, as that's the thing they're hiding behind. Because now you put everyone in position, what, we're not allowed to question you because that's something you're not allowed to ask about? No. I think this guy needs better friends, better family, better something, because he's blowing it. He's blowing his one shot at doing this, and he's, he's tainted. And I don't know why the Celtics would even entertain the idea of having this guy on their team. I certainly wouldn't want him here in San Antonio. So I, to me, that's the most confusing part about it. Who's taking him next? Well, Jay, you do cover the Celtics for the athletic. Uh, why would the Celtics want him here? I mean, if they could get him without giving up Jalen Brown or Jason Tom, Jason Tom, <laughs> Jason Tatum, then yeah, they should probably look into doing that. But otherwise, I just don't see it. He's not as good as either of those guys. Um, he's obviously a tougher fit than either of those guys, especially offensively. There is no reason to trade Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons under any circumstances. Jalen gets better and better every year. He wants the ball during crunch time, unlike 2-5. So I just have to say, when when Marcus started a sentence, I talked to my uncle about this. I was so excited for yeah. Uncle Thompson's I, you know gems I, I, of I saw, wisdom. I thought the same thing. I got super and excited, I was so and then he was using it. Yeah, I, I was so disappointed not to hear same something note. from I, Uncle Thompson. You can't do it. It's, it's That's an NDA. It's like an unofficial NDA in those conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you, but Simmons is like he's running out of ways to try to force his. That's way out the of interesting part, right? Point. Like, at what point he, he did does it, he wave the white like flag? He's used the entire bingo card. At some point, he's got to he wave the white wrong. flag. Michelle, you'll he know did this. It wrong. But, but you'll know this, Michelle, because you're not just a basketball guy. But remember, Le'Veon Bell. Remember, Le'Veon Bell was like, yeah, uh, yeah I'm not coming. Yeah. And suddenly, here comes James Conner, and it's like, yeah. We'll holler at you, Le'Veon. Like His you, career was never the same. Like you kill it. I, I'm. I'm just. I, I don't know. I, I understand that there are difficult people. I understand that in every regard, every industry, every business, what have you. But at some point, your talent is being far overshadowed by the headache that you bring. And he can keep doing this. You know, if I'm the Sixers, I'm just going to I'm going to be stubborn as well, because now it's just funny. I'm going to make sure that you don't go anywhere else. And that's the way it's going to be, because that's what you've made us do. And even if you do go somewhere else, do you think players on that team are going to be stoked to have this guy who at any given moment can flip the switch and decide, yep, don't want to do this either. I don't think it's a Philly thing. I think it's a Ben Simmons thing. And I don't think it matters where he goes. I wouldn't waste the money. Or I the think effort, there's one but place. Somebody will. Because that's I think cool. there's one place that I'd love to Is have that? him. Sacramento. <laughs> of course, they don't have anybody. Like, that team's. That I know, team but that's a place where it's like, like, yo, we can't no, be that big. You haven't watched. You haven't watched the Halliburton Mitchell Fox. That's all they need. Okay. They got the shooters. They like. Eh. Check back with me in March because we do this Re-Shawn shit every Holmes. year. We do the, don't, the oh. fourth player you mentioned cannot be Rishon Holmes. That's not even how you say I his name. That's not how you. Right. That's not even how you say his name. So no, um, he should have done the James Harden playbook. Show up late. Yeah. Show up fat. Play, be fast. bad, get traded, get in shape, kill it on the next team. That's all you got to do. It's the easiest playbook. Here's the difference between the Ben Simmons trade chatter and all the other trade chatter with superstars. With Ben Simmons, it's his fault. It's his fault they weren't good enough. It's his fault that they haven't gotten past the second round. It's his fault because he has gigantic flaws that has never worked to get rid of them. With Harden, it was everyone else's fault. It, 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 
Everyone else uh, let him know. Well, yeah, obviously yeah. he's had some moments. Take it, but I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but he almost he almost knocked off the Warriors with a supporting cast that was. Oh, can we stop with that? He didn't knock off the Warriors. Yeah, four they, tries. They were ne- <laughs> they were never going to beat the Warriors, even up three two. Chris Paul doesn't get. They were never going to beat the Warriors. You know why? Because it's the Rockets and it's the Warriors. They were never going to do that. It was just going to be soul crushing another way. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, it's just. It was the other guy's fault more than James's. This is Ben's fault. He's got to realize that. I agree with that. I do think it's completely his fault at this point. Bad look. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfum, a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot, clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. Maybe someday Ben Simmons will be back. Speaking of being back, take three. The Warriors are back. How about that for a transition? Warriors star guard Stephen Curry scored an NBA season high 50 points. That's 5-0 in Golden State's 127-113 win over the Atlanta Hawks on Monday night. A performance that left the Hawks announcers rather salty. Jade, play the tape. Curry with the floater. I mean, okay, he's got 50. Is it really that big a deal? Obviously. I mean, you've won championships. You've been an MVP. You're going to the Hall of Fame. What's the big deal about getting 48 or 50? I don't get that. Curry finished the night 14 of 28 from the field, 9 of 19 from 3, 13 of 13 from the free throw line while chipping in 10 assists and 7 rebounds in 35 minutes. At age 33, Curry also passed Wilt Chamberlain as the oldest player in NBA history to post a 50 and 10 game. But that's just a tease. The Warriors are now 9 and 1 at the time of this recording. They played the Timberwolves last night, probably won, even though we don't get to see the result yet because it's the Timberwolves and it's the Warriors. But like the 76ers, I don't think people saw this coming. It is very early, but nonetheless, is this the best team in the NBA? Marcus, are we feeling 74 and 8 this year? Relax. I will not Calm relax. Calm down, man. They, 75 they and played, 7. They've played the softest schedule in the league. They really uh, haven't played anybody. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, look, some of the teams that are supposed to be good, they've made them look not really good, right? Like they, they caught Charlotte early before it was on the spiral. So you can kind of attribute that to the Warriors. Atlanta is better than what they look, but they blitzed Atlanta, but they still haven't played anybody at their best. But I do think this is great for them because this, this is what they needed to do. They needed to rack up wins beat winnable teams and ease the burden on Clay Thompson. That's that's what they need. They needed to ease it so they can be patient with Clay and get this jolt mid-season. That and it's working out rather perfectly for that, right? I don't think they need to be the best team right now. They need to get into the playoffs like the real playoffs, not to play in. And then that's where they're terrifying because now you got Steph, Clay, Draymond, right? You got these young dudes who've had all this, you know, experience in this season. And now it's like, yo, they'd line up against anybody and, and, and feel good about their chances. So, no, they're not the best team in the league, but 
they're scary and they're becoming scarier by the day. And a lot of it has to do with the person you hate the most, Zach. Jordan Poole. I don't hate him. He's just not. He's not Clay Thompson like you were on the propaganda machine. You were one week ago. Marcus was ready to put him exactly. No way. Are you serious? Victory There's no take. There's no such take. No, I just wish he was as good a shooter as Steph's brother-in-law, Michelle. Thank you for being here. By the way, the civilization you bring to the show is just. Like the truth and honesty and fairness that, I think it's, that I, you bring. I believe you. I think it's been more chaotic with Michelle, but I'm for that. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, are you afraid of the Warriors? Are they scary? Well, I'm, I have no horse in, in the race, seeing as the Spurs are just a young, rebuilding a team right Spurs. now. But that being said, I I love the Warriors. First of all, I don't care about many many things, but I find myself being legitimately anxious about Clay's return. I just want him to return and stay. Um, and that makes me nervous. But I also think the Warriors are in the best case scenario because they're in a state where all anybody ever wants to talk about are the Lakers and then behind that, the Clippers. And I think that's the perfect formula for a Steph Curry, because even though he's smiley and will always look like a child to me, he uses all that. He has to use all that. He has to be watching this Lakers team put together by a player on the team struggle and sit there and laugh and think, you know what? I'm going to keep our team coasting. And as soon as Clay gets back, it'll be a whole new thing. The world's given up on us. No one talks about us like they used to. And rightfully so that's sports, but I think they're in the best case scenario. I think they can quietly do what they have to do and surprise some people at the end of this thing. Jay, are you buying the Warriors? I am absolutely buying the Warriors. They are a legitimate title contender. As long as Clay comes back, Reasonable. I don't even think he needs to be like Clay. What, Clay. what percentage? If he's seventy-five, he could just be short. He could just be Jordan Poole. Yes, could he be seventy-two I mean, percent? Yes. He'll be okay. Jordan Poole's nice. If, if he if he's eighty eighty-five percent, as long as he can hold up defensively, that's a big thing for them. He, he's going to need. No, to I don't want him playing no defense. Not players. after two years mm-hmm. off and an Achilles and an ACL. Can't don't be it. doing that. Uh-uh. You better be I Andre Miller, Clay, when you get back. I want to see Andre if Miller. I, if I was Clay Thompson, I wouldn't do it the rest of my career. Just shoot. That's all you got to do. But they've been able to pile up wins while Jordan Poole kind of adjusts to the NBA. Like, he was very bad He's for like a little while. He's their fifth player. Why do we keep talking about Jordan Poole every fucking we, week? You're right. It's, you're right. We should stop dude. talking about him. I need y'all, I need y'all to actually watch Let's stop game. talking about Jordan really Poole. Do. Let's talk about Draymond Green. Draymond Green, who deserves to be Defensive Player of the Year at this stage. I I think he should have been it last year, honestly, for coaxing that group to the defensive ranking they had. I think they were fifth in the NBA last oh, season. Yeah. They're they're first by a significant margin right now, even though they play a number of guys who you wouldn't look at and be like, yeah, that guy's a great defender. Draymond just brings everything together. He's playing at another level this year. His energy is like absolutely crazy after a couple of years when he was a little up and down with that. So let's talk about Draymond. <laughs> Michelle, are you are you in on the Dray- Draymond Green hype train? I've always been in on the Draymond Green hype train. I'm excited for him as a player. I'm excited for him when he's done playing. I just like the, the, the honesty. I like that he doesn't give a crap about what anybody else thinks. It's a very refreshing way to live one's life, and you don't see it very often amongst athletes. So, yeah, no, I will always root. Even when he was against the Spurs, uh, you know, probably I hated him a right. little, but I always respect nah, you him. Love so, no, you love him. No, I just... <laughs> I just, yeah, he's he's hard not to love. Like, I think he's a love-hate guy. But if you hate him, then there's something wrong with you. And you're not being honest. Breaking, breaking news. I just got... Uh, oh, I thought something real. I just got access to uh, the Ivy Park Peloton release. I 
could start buying now. So I'm about to do a little <laughs> Christmas shopping because, you know, it's not out yet, but I get the early That's one smart. because I'm an Adidas whatever member, right? So you got to get on top. What just happened? What What are you talking about? Yo, this is exciting, like, yo. I get to buy my wife a gift right now. Like, are you buying me a Peloton? Yeah, do we get yes. No, it's the, it's Adidas, it's the Ivy Park Peloton collaboration, right? Beyonce, yeah, Zach. Beyonce. Beyonce. So yeah, I, I mean, get, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Beyonce, like fan. Okay, yeah, I mean, sure. Like, no, this I, is I'm important. Not, not gonna, like, I get I'm to buy my wife some Beyonce stuff. and say something rude about her. I know better. Um, no, don't, don't, yeah, yeah no, don't. It's I'm excited, but I don't understand how this benefits any of us. It benefits <laughs> me, which it, means it benefits you because my happiness should provide you some happiness is that is the book that i still don't have a copy of is that really selling to the point you're just buying beyonce pelotons left and right I mean, you know this stuff is gonna sell right away so like the fact that i got I've, the i've access, never seen a man like, so excited to buy beyonce let's go me neither this is nice to watch does she <laughs> really deliver it like what's the i mean what's oh, the please don't start there come on does she does she <laughs> what what if she did? What if one lucky person oh, who bought something? I would buy one Beyonce. I'm, I'm sure it'll ruin a marriage or two. <laughs> well, the way the husband is try. drooling when she yeah, comes to the door. <laughs> Marcus, I'm a very confident person. I would try. I wouldn't expect it to ruin anything here. I don't think. Uh, oh, no. Don't, you don't have a don't shot, think, but, <laughs> you know, just the idea of your husband at the door drooling, like, yo. <laughs> but use that. There it is. Um, there's no way to transition here, so take four. I don't know. <laughs> Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Le Human James quote Jade Jade I, I really need some production here I need some dramatic music to me it's the first time in my life and I've known LeBron since he was 15 years old where LeBron looks human end quote that was JJ Reddick funny I vaguely recall LeBron getting hauled off the court in San Antonio because he, he had leg cramps once upon a time. But, you know, I digress. We don't, we don't need to bring that up. Hot. Yeah, yeah. Just It was hot. It was, it was hot. We needed air conditioning. Um, drama aside, though, just last week, Lakers appeared to have things on track. After starting the season 0-2, they went on a 5-6 of six game stretch. And that was capped off by a win in which LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook combined for 84 points. Even Carmelo had 15 off the bench. But things quickly turned as James missed his next two games, both losses, with a rectus abdominis. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. just means abs. Why does rectus mean abs? But that's what it is. The Lakers are now 6-5, and five, eighth in the West. Jade, I need some more dramatic music. Do it. 
LeBron James hasn't remained on the court for an extended period of time during the early stages of the season and may now miss up to four weeks with this rectus abdominis strain. And if James is out, I just like saying rectus abdominis. And if James is out that long, that could seriously dampen the Lakers' playoff and title aspirations. One wonders if Space Jam 3 is already in production. Who knows? Please, no. Michelle! Don't do it. How many do you have to not make to make a three? Michelle, how worried are you about the Lakers without LeBron James? The things that keep me up at night. Famine, war, I thought you you said salmon at first. I was like, really? Salmon salmon too. Why do you eat salmon so late anyway, right? (laughs) Salmon and famine. That's what I worry about the most. Um, No, I don't. Personally, I root for their demise. I root for the chaos in the Lakers organization. Um, I think that this experiment is one that's fun to watch from the outside looking in where you just get a bunch of old dudes and big names and put them all together and see what happens. So sure, I'm sure they would love to have LeBron James out there, but for the haters, myself very much included, this is most this is more entertaining to watch than if they were good at all. I love this and I hope it does fail. And I think I speak for millions when I say that. Wow. Jay, um, you are very anti Russell Westbrook. Uh, are you enjoying this? <gasps> what? I am not enjoying this. Because it's gross to watch. They they are gross to watch. Partly because of Russ. <laughs> They're gross. Here's the thing. Here's he the said thing. it like LeBron they were late night salmon human. or something. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> a lot of salmon references here. So much. Here's the thing. LeBron is human now. He has not finished. Two of, he has basically not finished two of the last three seasons because of injuries. And he was very bad in the playoffs against the Suns last year. He needs a roster that makes things a little easier for him. He's not going to be dragging Sasha Pavlovich and Zydrunas Ilgauskas and Anderson Varejao to finals appearances anymore. The Lakers need him to be healthy at the right time. Like He's not going to just come in and scorch the earth all the time. But I think by getting Russ, by building the roster they did that's old and not very athletic and doesn't have very many shooters, I think they're 24th in three-point attempts right now. They haven't done him any favors. They haven't made the game any easier for him. And and I just think that's a huge mistake by the Lakers organization because he's not quite the same as he used to be. And and it, it he could use like just a lowering the, the <laughs> level so of difficulty funny. a little bit. Yeah, like why that's let that guy go? Call. Why? No, they just let they just wouldn't give him any money. Like he came, I mean, he came, he came with that Bulls offer. Is like, can you do anything close to that? Like, nah, you're good. Enjoy the Windy City. That's it. I've had it, buddy. Yeah, and, and it's not like that gave them flexibility to do anything no. else. It was just, it was just. No, we'd rather not pay this guy. Um, Marcus, what do the? This was supposed to be like. All right. Two years ago when they won the title, it was, wow, this team falls off a cliff when LeBron's not on the floor. And then last year, like, hey, we'll go get Montrez Harrell and Dennis Schroeder, two of the top three six men in the year the previous season. That'll fix it. And then they fell off a cliff when LeBron wasn't on the floor. And so then they're like, fuck it. We'll get Russ. Why not? Right? Hashtag all that stuff. And and we'll bring him in. And they fall off a cliff when he's not on the floor. Is there a way to have LeBron on a team and you're still good when he's not on the floor? Yeah. Reunite with Kyrie. Put him with. Oh. <laughs> no, they weren't good. They weren't good when they he didn't play. They were bad with Kyrie yeah, on the they floor. They were bad. I mean, he was at least available, right? Like he was they on like the floor. And, they were like four and twenty-one. I don't. Without. The problem, uh, there's a, a bit of a problem, is in who they select. Clearly, right? They they aren't getting guys who, you know, 
can thrive in that situation. But another problem is the when the whole thing is set up around LeBron and his strengths and his talents, why would it work for somebody else, right? It's it's all it's mm. almost like uh, asking someone else to run a LeBron offense or to run a LeBron system, and it's far too difficult <laughs> to create a second system, right? Like, for twelve minutes a game, we're going to run a completely different system to fit, like the Austin Reeves yeah, system, exactly, right? So. It, the, the it's, it's the catch twenty two. <laughs> the problem is, look, the answer is just LeBron. You just need to play. Like bottom line, like you just need to play. And <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry you're human. I'm sorry, you know, but that's get what it your is. Rectus abdominis in order and get back <laughs> yeah. on the court. Like that's the only so option you're, here. You're gonna be in the seventh seed. You're gonna be in a play game, and he may not make that. He may not hit the one in the middle this time. Like he, you he, know what? I they're gonna figure a lot of things out though. Like. LeBron and Russell Westbrook are not an easy fit, but they're going to get better and better as the season goes along. As long I mean, as can't get worse, they stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, it can't get any worse. Um, I just want to take this quick little moment back in 2012 when a young, wide-eyed, unibrowed Anthony Davis was coming into the league, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's the next Kevin Garnett." And I was like, "Everyone, pump the brakes on this, okay? He's not the next Kevin Garnett." And I just want to remind everyone: when LeBron's not on the floor, that team sucks. Even if Anthony Davis is out there, and I just want to maybe a retroactive apology you, from nine years ago. Are you taking a victory what? lap for a take you had nine, nine years, years ago? Nine years ago, damn right I am. Nine years ago, and it's not like he's flopped; like he's been. Very, very good at basketball. Yeah, no, he's been very good I'm individually. I'm not sure about this victory. He's yeah. been very good he's individually. Like dominant. Is that what you want? Yeah, you they, want him to his be teams dominant. just don't do anything unless LeBron right. James is involved. Just, or Drew Holiday eats the lunch of one Damian Lillard for this, in the playoffs. By the way? Do we have receipts for this? Yeah, twi- it's twitter.com slash talk hoops. Yeah, There's about 300,000 nah, tweets. You scroll back and scr- see when you get there. You've been scrubbed Twitter. You, were you even on Twitter this in 2012? This is one of the wilder, wilder <laughs> victories I've been, I've man, I've been on since like late like 08. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I only have, been a I, Hall of Famer. I haven't had... I told you guys to pump the brakes. I haven't He's had a only life, had a Hall of Famer. I haven't career. had a life in 13 years, Marcus, okay? Yes, I've been on Twitter. I'm about that Twitter life, all right? Oh, yeah. It tells you. I didn't know. I've been on since 09. Yeah, see? Look at this. Couple of OGs in the building. Wow. Yeah, Hold on, let me see. Now yeah, I want to know when I've been. When did no, I get Because you have a life, Michelle. Yeah, let's check it out. Oh my God, your birthday. <laughs> I want to see that. I had no idea. All right. Speaking of blame, <laughs> January 09. Look at that. January. Oh, let's yeah. go. Class oh, of 09. Right we with it. <laughs> Take five. Blame the refs. Damian Lillard and the Blazers are off to a slow start to the season. Have fallen to five and six after losing to the Clippers on Tuesday night after the game. Lillard spoke to reporters and said this. The way the game is being officiated is unacceptable. Jade, play the tape. I don't want to go too deep into it, so they make a big deal out of it. But the explanations, the shit that's getting missed, I mean, come on. Man. It's, I, I felt like coming in, the rule change wouldn't affect me because I don't do the trick to referees. I don't do the trick plays. It's just it's unacceptable. Man. But the explanations, the shit that's getting missed, I mean, come on. The NBA directed referees to stop calling fouls on non-basketball related moves. However, some players have a sense that with that, the referees are allowing a whole new level of physicality from defenders. <gasps> it's not just the non-basketball moves that are not drawing a whistle. Actual fouls are going uncalled as well. James Harden has been the most vocal critic of the new officiating style. And when he did get a call Monday night, it led to sarcastic cheers from him and his teammates. Jade, play the tape. Harden, the breakdown. Looked like he got fouled. No call, and Steve Nash is saying, what are you doing? I mean, the Nets are beyond frustrated. Kevin Durant is out on the floor defending his teammate because 
this is an accumulation. That's that's what it is, and it's an accumulation. And I think you look at a couple calls early on in this game, but this is what Harden has been experienced throughout the course of the early part of the season. Jay, is this sour grapes or is it a suck it up, buddy? Get out there and play like a man situation. Well, here's the thing: the the league has gone out of its way to make the game easier for players like Damian Lillard for years. Finally, they're going in the other way. And yeah, it's going to be frustrating to guys like Damian Lillard, whose free throw attempts are going to plummet. And yeah, it's going to stink for some of the other skilled guards, but they've got to figure it out. I think the game needed physicality. The game needed more defense. The game needed ways to stop guys like Dame who were just bending defenses and doing what they wanted and getting all the calls while doing it. He and Trey Young were just, it was bad. And Dame, I I shouldn't put him in that that category because he doesn't go out of his way like Trey Young does to get calls. But at the same time, like physicality should matter. Strength should matter. Defense should be a little easier than it has been in the past few years. So I'm all aboard for the changes, but I get why Dame is frustrated that some of the fouls that he's gotten in the past just aren't being called anymore. Michelle, do you think that's a reason he shot like 35% for the season? Yeah, I was going to say, it's not just free throws that are affecting <laughs> him and his team. Um, but that being said, look, nobody likes change. I mean, you live your life doing it a certain way, and you were getting certain calls, and you were used to that, and you're a superstar in the league, yada, yada. And then basically overnight, all of that changes. I can see the frustration. And on top of that, the team's not doing well. And so, yeah, it's it's basically a perfect storm. What I don't want to see, and I hope this isn't the beginning of that, um, is this idea that, you know, Trailblazer is going to lose Lillard at some point, because in my mind, I always just thought he's that one guy. He's just going to stay in Portland. He's going to do his whole career there. They're going to figure out a way to win around him and be great and let him be great and retire a Trailblazer. For me, this feels very sort of like it's beginning to fray and it's the beginning of what could be the end. And I don't want that, but the rules change. The ball changed. Lots of things change. It happens every season in every sport. It just takes a little time to get used to. If it was just free throws that was making them slump, Maybe, but it's not. Um, unrelated. Maybe this Neil Shea business is a little timely here. If uh, we're worried about Dame, maybe wanting to get out of there. Uh, Marcus, where's Damian Lillard from? I can't. I can't remember. Damian Lillard <laughs> is from East Oakland. Oh, that's right. Where are you from? East Oakland. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what What are your thoughts on this Damian Lillard complaint? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, yield my time to the the gentleman from Massachusetts because. I don't. I don't criticize people from <laughs> Oakland. Miss, well, you come could, on, Dame. Dame. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You Dame could, you could just up. like give an opinion. Not, yeah, not. it's just an opinion. No, I, I, I believe this is a product of a larger issue, right? I think he's he clearly was frustrated by some of the calls, but his willingness to voice them, I think, is a product of a, a larger issue. He's frustrated. You know, they're not doing well. He's missing shots. Like, he's missing Damian Lillard shots, right? The shots that he makes. And, I mean, Charles Barkley was saying he's not committed. I think Shaq said it best when he was like, he doesn't look happy. He doesn't look happy to be playing there. It It is a lot. It is a lot to process. And once again, you know, they they start off the year and they look like a team that won't get over the hump, right? There's nothing about Portland so far where you're like, "Uh uh-oh, this might be the year. Like, now it's like, okay, here we go again. Uh, So I I get it. I feel him. I don't think the issue is, you know, how he's being refereed. And and I'm with you, Jay, 1,000%. This is long overdue, and they need to suck it up. 
Because this idea that you can't touch a dude because he's dribbling, but you can do all kinds of stuff if he's not, is ridiculous in the first place. So, yeah, they got to suck it up. And Dame's going to have to suck it up with the rest of them. You know who's going to be loving this? Oscar Robertson. Because all the all the old guys what? are just like, oh, these young guys couldn't handle physicality and all this stuff. And then look, we're getting some physicality, Michelle. And all of a sudden, like Trey Young struggling, James Harden struggling. I mean, he's Oscar's not going to be happy that Steph's not struggling, but other than that, like oh, it's hey, everyone else crazy. Struggling. He's like, come on, oh, just press that one hand. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. And every caller in every show across the land who plays some pickup games is loving it because they're all tougher than everybody in the NBA. So it's super fun to listen to on a daily yeah. basis. I, I mean, aren't it. we though? No. Like we're actually playing on our blacktop and you know what I'm saying? Like we don't have right. pregame yeah. meals. No, no, like no, we no. out here in these streets, man. Like, it, no nap. You know yeah, well, yeah. come on. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I take a nap every day. I was, I mean, well, you, I mean, maybe yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, Adults don't, usually. Yeah. But you ain't no hooper like okay. that. <laughs> You're right, because I think Hooper's crossed the three-point line. I don't do that shit. Three-point line to three-point line. That's all you need. You don't need to play all this defense and all that crap. No, we don't cross the three-point line. You go three-point line to three-point line. That is our safe zone. You pull up. If if someone goes by you, that's what you got teammates for. Just point. Say, hey, help. The Dame explosion is coming. Be ready. Is that a warning for defenders or the Blazers? (laughs) all right that's gonna do it for this week's point of contention don't forget to subscribe to all the shows on the athletic podcast network we have warriors plus minus anything is potable down to dunk no dunks glue guys sixers beat forum club game notes the daily ding the nba daily ding which is of course right here on the athletic nba show feed and if i may starting 11 15 the old november 15th what did i miss Monday, Wednesday, Wait. Friday with Michelle Beadle. How about that? A lot of days. What can we what can we expect? What's a preview, Michelle? I just want it to be like what y'all do. Like I just want it to be a hang. I, I want it to be fun and not so serious all the time, except for maybe those handful of days where it gets a little bit serious because the world is. Right. But other than that, I just want it to be fun again. I miss fun. So that's Yo, I'm coming to it's kick weird. it. Uninvited or not, I'm just crashing it. We're just going to come talk. No, no, no. I'm bugging all yeah, y'all. So. No, I'm going to invite no. Uncle Tom. You know what? <laughs> Michelle, I accept the role as co-host. We don't have time for you to respond here. So I just want to remind people to subscribe. He's to like, Jay, Muter, Muter. Yeah, Jay, cut the feed. Jay, cut the feed. Subscribe to The Athletic. Bye. <laughs> As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.